IELTS Test Prepcast, Episode 4. The IELTS Test Prepcast provides three free IELTS test lessons each week for candidates who are aiming for IELTS band score 7, 8 or 9. I'm Steve Price. I'm the founder of the Pass IELTS Higher website, which was started in late 2010 and has been successfully helping students achieve higher band scores since. Andrea Price currently lives and works in London, teaching IELTS, and has previously lived in Spain. She is a qualified teacher of English as a second language and has been teaching the subject at home and abroad for over 20 years. If you enjoy this free IELTS Test Prepcast, please show us your support and appreciation by heading over to IELTSTestPrepcast.com and clicking the subscribe in iTunes button at the top of the page. This will shoot you over to iTunes where you can leave a rating and review. And now for today's IELTS lesson. Hello. Today's lesson is all about IELTS speaking skills, and in particular, section one of the IELTS speaking test. I have with me Andrea, and she's going to take us uh, through a description of uh, the whole of the IELTS speaking exam. And from then, we'll focus on the uh, section one of the test. Hi. The speaking exam is divided into three sections and lasts from 11 to 14 minutes. You're being tested on your fluency and your ability to express yourself in English, how you use complex grammar and your pronunciation. But fluency is especially important. Before I look at each section, and today it's section one, I'll just give you some general advice. Remember you're being assessed from the minute you walk into the exam room. So always try to use your most complex expressions in English and complex grammar to impress the examiner. Fluency is very important, so try not to hesitate when speaking or try not to think too much about the accuracy of your answers. This will make you sound less fluent and lose you valuable marks. Uh, for, the, for the fluency uh, point, um, is it advisable to ask students to learn um, maybe an opening by rote so that they can come in fully prepared, being able to talk about um, where they've come from or what university they go to or whatever? I would say no, really. If um, the examiner realises that you've prepared something you're speaking about, you actually get zero. So it doesn't really um, help you. Okay. What I would say is come in with special expressions and we're going to talk about that in a little bit and just so that you use those expressions when you're talking but you can talk naturally without preparing what you're going to say. Okay. Also, if the examiner cannot understand something you say because of your pronunciation, you'll lose valuable marks. If you know this happens when people can't understand you outside of the classroom, then remember to speak very clearly as this will help. Uh, you mentioned um, the, 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 that they can lose marks if, if their pronunciation is unclear. Uh, what's the sort of uh, level of marks in the overall uh, speaking test for pronunciation? Well, in the speaking, you're examined in four areas and one of the areas is pronunciation. So obviously, if you're not very good at pronunciation, you'll lose a quarter of your mark. Uh, you, you, you'll lose marks from a quarter of your marks and that drops your, your um, band quite a lot. OK, uh, I, I think this is another 
example of where it's very important that the IELTS candidates uh, become extremely familiar with the IELTS public band descriptor tables. Yeah, I, I agree with you. What I always advise my students is to have those public band descriptors by them when they're preparing anything. So, for example, if you're if you're practicing your speaking, uh, you can think about what you're going to say. You can look at the band descriptors, and each section of band descriptor tells you how you can improve your marks. Okay. Um, and I think uh, we've said before, but we'll we'll say it again here, uh, just in case people haven't uh, heard our earlier lessons. Uh, we will be doing uh, separate uh, lessons entirely based around the the uh, IELTS public band descriptors, so that people can familiar familiarise themselves and uh, learn how to use them properly. Yeah, and that's a good idea because um, obviously they can also teach themselves to improve their own marks without the help, or on top of the help of your their teacher. So in this in section 1 you're asked to you'll be asked to introduce yourself after that you're allowed 2 minutes to talk about a topic which is personal to you often this is a variation on where you live or about working or studying after this there are 3 minutes left to discuss one or two more general topics but you try to reply to these topics using more complex expressions in order to get a higher band score. So I think what I think what we'll do for that one is is we'll we'll give a a separate lesson uh, dedicated entirely to how to prepare for the different sections of of the speaking test. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Some more advice um, because just in to stop you just saying yes or no, which is it's very easy but won't get you very high marks. How to improve your replies. What I always suggest to my students is for them to watch lots of television. I, I do believe this is useful anyway because it improves your listening skills. If you're listening to very fluent English all the time, um, that means your listening comprehension skills will improve. And hopefully also while, you're, while those skills improve, you'll be able to put it um, into active practice by speaking or writing using that English. Um, one way for speaking, to improve your speaking, is to watch TV talk shows and note down the ways in which the interviewer and interviewee ask and respond to questions. Obviously, the responses to questions are things that you could imitate. So if you make notes of those, that will be quite useful for you. Um, it is a speaking exam, but you could also be expected to be a little bit more serious. So... Um, I would also advise watching more serious programmes with debates such as Question Time on BBC One and again note down the useful and unusual replies. Okay, so your so your point here really is uh if candidates were to watch um interactive short talk shows where people are being interviewed uh, and so they're having to, you're hearing the questions raised and and the responses given uh, that that will help them to understand uh, for example um, when to use past tense present tense and, and and future tense and so on yes I think that will be included too um, but they can also pull out um, unusual ways to reply which they might not think about themselves they might not realize that English people reply to questions in different ways or or speak native speakers okay having noted down these expressions and remember um, try to remember them 
And a more useful way to remember them is to try to use them when you're speaking to other um, people. One way to do this is to try to initiate conversations with native speakers or ask them to help you practice. In this way, you can recycle your new expressions and that will help you remember them more easily. It will help you use them naturally and so that um, when you're in the speaking exam, this will all help. Again, you could read magazines and articles about typical speaking topics in the exam. Note down the useful expressions and this will help you achieve a higher band score. Firstly, it will give you more vocabulary and secondly, it will give you ideas and ways to express yourself. This means in turn that you will have um, a store of collocations and you get high marks for using collocations. And if you've been studying them and you practice them, you'll be able to put them into your speaking exam more naturally. And if you, if you practice your new expressions, you'll be able to remember them. Okay. The final advice is on your accuracy. Steve has already mentioned listening carefully and responding in the way the, the person has spoken to you. For example, if you are asked a question in the present tense, for example, do you live in London? Yes, I do. You would reply in the present tense. If you're asked in the a question in the past tense, when did you arrive in England? I came last year. You would reply in the past tense. So the first, you, your first question, you always reply to in the same grammar. After that, you can change and that's under your control then. Um, if you change the tenses, you can show off your own knowledge of more complex grammar I've just said it's under your control, so you can manage the tense you use. Imagine you have been asked, what's your favourite colour? Your typical response might just be something like red, but that's not going to get you very many marks. If you control your language, you could reply in a different way, and you could use something called the second conditional, which you can either study, we have show notes for this as well, or you, can, you know it already, if you're asked what's your favourite colour, why not reply, if I had to choose my favourite colour, I would say it was red. And so you've changed the grammar and you've actually used complex grammar and you'll get much better marks for that. Ah, okay, thank you for that. Um, perhaps then if I was just to very briefly summarise uh, what we've learned today, uh, your, your initial point uh, which you started out with was that candidates need to remember that they're being assessed from the minute that they walk into the exam room. Yeah. So they should, if they can, try to use their most complex expressions and grammar right from the outset. Yeah. And and the reason for this is that the examiner will form a, a view of their capability based on that first inter interaction. Yeah. The reason they do this is because, of course, that's what we do naturally. Yeah. Um, I just point out, you you could of course be very very nervous and then right at the beginning your English won't be very good but as you warm up and as you feel more confident your English will be will get better so don't worry you will be reassessed if you can see that you're getting better. Okay uh, the next point you mentioned uh, is that fluency is very important and, and that hesitancy uh, when you're speaking uh, can be construed as being a lack of fluency. Mm -hmm. um, 
but also you cautioned against using uh, the candidates um, learning by rote yeah. and coming in with pre-prepared soliloquies almost. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't say, I would say definitely don't do that because okay. that's really bad. And uh, your suggestion to counter that was uh, learn expressions mm -hmm. and drop them naturally into your, into your speaking. Yeah. Okay, uh, then you, you um, explained a little bit about what the... Uh, the IELTS speaking section one uh, test was was uh, uh, how it was structured, uh, and um, then you provided a bit of advice on how to improve your re your replies. Mm -hmm. uh, in particular, uh, a a key piece of advice was uh, to for candidates to make sure they watch um, TV talk shows. Uh, which have interaction between an interviewer mm -hmm. and an interviewee because then they're able to see how questions are asked and how people respond to them and they can also learn how to uh, how to adopt uh, unusual methods of, of uh, reply. Yeah. And that's, that's finally, um, you, you highlighted that uh, uh, it is important um, to listen to the questions that are asked and to reply to those in the in the same using the same grammar as the question that's been asked, and then after that, what you can do is you can you can try to uh, control things a little bit more by uh, changing to show off your prowess uh, of and knowledge of more complex grammar. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, I think for today we've we've um, covered everything that we wanted to for this overview. Uh, I'd like to thank you for uh, teaching us that and uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the IELTS Test Prepcast, which provides free IELTS lessons for candidates aiming for IELTS band scores 7, 8 or 9. Subscribe to this Prepcast in iTunes or download it from our website www.ieltstestprepcast.com. Hello everybody, and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, alright? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas, you would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. And check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have the time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all, uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. 
And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, to pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays, because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. We look at how you structure those referral letters and how you write the client and the patient notes. Okay, So it's very specific, depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you. Okay, So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.